purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. As you commence to your past, press on with pride and press on with purpose. And now he's been promoted. His job, principal. Good morning, everyone. Um, yesterday, uh, August 28th, 2020, we lost um, an amazing, amazing, amazing actor, uh, 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 an amazing human being, more so than an actor, um, an amazing truth teller, an amazing, um, amazing black man. Someone that it wasn't um, so far removed from us. Someone that we could touch, we could feel, we could align our existence with because a lot of his story was our story. Chadwick Aaron Bozeman died at 43 from colon cancer. And um, for those of you who don't know who Chadwick Aaron Bozeman He's also better known as His Royal Highness T'Challa, Black Panther. Yes, I know it's just a fictional character. It's a, 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 a construct invented in the comic book world. But the one thing that is so important about that role is that for so many of us, it presented blackness as excellence across the board. And um, in a world that so often frames black people throughout the diaspora as inferior, this story, these characters, that he was a big part of pushing to happen, gave us a sense of pride, a sense of not identity, but a sense of self-love. A love that spoke to the possibilities of who we could really be. So the thing is, Chadwick's death is compounded by, by the loss that we've been experiencing nonstop for the past months, and years, and decades. It feels that as soon as we have an opportunity to take, a, to take even a sip of a breath, tragedy befalls us. I can't help but wonder, in his last days, what he thought about Jacob Blake. I know some people might say, no, why would that be important? I mean, beyond the fact that we are all, as a, as a society right now, engaged in that conversation about police brutality. But what's thing that's interesting about Chadwick Boseman, an actor, as an actor, you have a choice of what roles you choose to play. 
Some might say, well, that's not necessarily true as an actor, especially as a black actor. You, t- you Sometimes you, you take what you can get. But there's a certain pattern that I've seen with Chadwick Boseman. There's certain roles, if not almost all his roles he's played, were very powerful roles that spoke to the, to the, um, how do I put this? To the state of male blackness. Um, let's not forget just some of the roles he played as an actor that he chose to play. He played Thurgood Marshall. Not a glamorous, not a glamorous role. Not a role that's going to get you an Oscar. Not a role that the majority of society is going to, you know, be knocking out down the doors of theaters to go see. But a very important character, a very pivotal man in, in not just black American history, but black history period. A lot of us probably know him more for his role as Jackie Robinson, number 42. The first Negro that broke the color barrier in Major League, in Major League Baseball. And that movie, I have to be honest, be honest with you, there were so many scenes in that movie that hurt me to the core. The scene where he's in the in the tunnel and he's banging his baseball bat against the wall because he's he because the rage in, in Jackie Robinson is spewing over from all the hate and all the nonsense and the BS he has to deal with just to play baseball. He played James Brown pivotal character, a pivotal human being in the history of the civil rights movement. We talk about Dr. King, we talk about Malcolm X, we talk about Stokely Kermichael, we talk about Angela Davis, we talk about the Black Panthers, but music, men like Isaac Hayes and 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 um, the brothers that um that did the um and I'm I'm sorry right now my brain is all over the place. You know the, the revolution would not be televised and Things that, that that kind of that, that kind of artistic work, James Brown was 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 right in the center of it. Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. There are many other roles, but the role that spoke to our generation, this generation right now, was T'Challa. When I watched that movie and watch the way he glided through the screen, how every word was measured, every movement was measured. You know, I, I, I literally could hear Ozzy Davis's voice in my head at the end of, um, of Spike Lee's Malcolm X. Ozzy Davis does a voiceover of the eulogy that he gave at Malcolm's funeral. And he described Malcolm as a prince, as a prince amongst us. That is, that is what Chadwick Boseman was. You never saw him out of, out of sorts. He was elegant. He was well-spoken. He walked tall with his shoulders back. And he had this seriousness about him as though he was measuring every word and taking in every, taking, taking in every sound that he that um, 
that he was that he heard. I never met the man, but all I can do is from a distance observe him. And one thing that's even more powerful about all of this is the fact that as many of us, and I would say of us because I really believe when one of us is out of sorts, it represents the rest of us. When we're out there clowning and acting a fool and not representing our culture and our race in the best ways, we literally push all of us down that path of mediocrity. I noticed in a couple of interviews that um, Chadwick looked frail and really slim. And maybe in the back of my mind, I knew something was off because one of the, one of the, one of the men that had a pivotal role in my, in my upbringing, in my existence, my mother's older brother, Stanley. I think to the day I die, I will always have him with me in my heart. Stanley died from pancreatic cancer. And I remember his last days and how frail he looked. He was a very, very energetic man. He was a man that of character, a man who was just a larger-than-life kind of person. And even in his frailness, he was still active doing his thing. He didn't want anyone to feel, so, to feel sorry for him or, or, or to, to um, honestly, just to have pity. He didn't want that. He wanted to be the man he, is, he, he had always been. And I saw a lot of that in, in Chadwick, especially as I reflect over the fact that he'd been dealing with colon cancer for four, four years. And apparently he had been diagnosed at the end of um, filming Black Panther. So all the work that take, it takes to, to publicize a film and all the appearances he was doing and everything he was doing during that time, he was fighting for his life. I heard somebody say that he recorded something like 10 films I might be wrong about that, or they might be wrong about that, but about roughly about 10 films over the course of the, of the past four years while being sick, while fighting for his life. And at the tail end of his fight, he didn't shy away from the camera, you know. But people thought it was, thought it was funny to mock him, to crack jokes. He needs a sandwich. You know, was he on drugs? Like this, the mockery. And the sad part of it, it came from who? Mostly, majority of it came from us. We played our brother. Maybe it's just the way the way we are raised in society now. Everything's a joke. You know, when we see something that we're not understanding or not comfortable with, we make a mockery of it. But I wonder how many of those people now are are feeling good about themselves. Because I didn't say those things and I and it doesn't feel good. 
you did so much in such little time. And I think I'm even hit even more more by this because of his age. Forty three. He was my age. In the past four years, he probably did more than most of us will do in a lifetime. Knowing time was ticking. I'm sure he fought thinking, I'm going to survive this. But while most, most, most other people would say, you know, I need to take a break. I need to step away from the limelight and just focus on myself. He focused on himself for sure. He worked harder than he'd ever worked before. He'd worked he pushed himself even further to make sure that he was that he was putting out his best self. In the clip that I played at the beginning of of this of this episode, he talked about purpose. This is a man who knew his purpose. And lived it with a veracity and fire that puts most of us to shame, if not all of us. I want to say something. People are, I've been hearing this a lot lately. We've lost a lot of people. And I'm, and I'm just going to name the ones that have impacted me the most because, because, um, there was a visceral connection to these people for me. And in my lifetime, the people who passed that literally shook me to my core. And there's a lot of them, but there were certain ones that just shook me, shook me to my core. Tupac Amaru Shakur shook me to my core. Nipsey Hussle shook me to my core. Kobe Bryant shook me to my core. And now, Chadwick Aaron Bozeman is shaking me to my core. I've been hearing this over, over the past couple of years. We're losing, our, we're losing the good ones. This is crazy. They, 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 they died way too young. And they did. But something that's interesting because when Chadwick talked about purpose, purpose goes beyond what you're doing for just your own personal life. Purpose is also about the legacy you leave behind. Chadwick, Kobe, Nipsey, Pac left something behind that we often ignore. What they left is a blueprint. We're so caught up with believing that our heroes Oh, one of a kind. They're not. 
they are blessings. They are gifts from the universe, from our creator, from God, saying, if you're lost, just look at these people in which I've implanted the blueprint. The blueprint for success, the blueprint for a certain level of power in living a purpose-driven life. I'm going to tell you this. The one thing I'm taking with me from these pains, these pains and losses over the past couple of years is that, yes, uh, my, my human mind and body and spirit hurts. But however, my intellect says, dig deeper into the blueprint. Let's study the successes of Chadwick Boseman, how he carried himself, what he did, how he drove himself. Because these are the things we should, we should be teaching our children. We shouldn't just point to them and say, listen, he was a great actor, let's go watch his movies. We should be saying he was a great man, let's study him. And let's replicate what he did. These are the gifts that we have. This is a young man from the South who, by all intents and purposes, shouldn't have reached that pinnacle that he reached. But he did that. A lot of it was his giftings, but also a lot of it was his drive, his integrity, the choices he made. No one is perfect, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he has skeletons in his closet like we all have skeletons in our closet. But this is a black man that reached the pinnacles of success in a world that doesn't necessarily like his kind. But he did it anyway. And we can say, we can say the same thing for a lot of people in our history. Frederick Douglass, Thurgood Marshall, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, Maxine Waters, Jackie Joyner Kersey, the Williams sisters. It goes beyond just being talented with gifts. It's also a drive because all these people found success in the world that said you shouldn't be here. As a school leader, as an educator, it is my duty to find spaces for our students, our children to learn by studying our heroes, by studying those that came before us, that set the stage for us to step onto and carry on the legacy of black excellence. And this applies for all of our children. 
knowledge of self is powerful. If you know who you are, you know why you are, know what you are, where you're at and where you're going, you will not be fooled. You will not be taken advantage of. This is the hidden curriculum. This is the work that we must do. It is our responsibility to replicate Brother Bozeman. And the way we replicate him is that we teach him to our students, to our children. We teach Malcolm to our children. We teach King. We teach all the greats. We even teach Nipsey. People might say, oh, he was a gangbanger who got lucky. No. He was a great soul who found himself in the least of, of in the least of fortunate circumstances and showed how you can go from gangbanging in the streets to walking in the boardrooms and dictating your own future. We've lost a lot of our, our, we've lost a lot of hours, young, too early, but we've gained blueprints, so many blueprints. Let's do something with them. Brother Chadwick, Aaron Bozeman, I pray that our ancestors hold you tightly under that tree of eternal life. Until we see you again. Peace.